0: What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you are truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we will explore topics from magic to practical step-by-step processes and everything in between. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too ridiculous or weird in the quest to live life as grand as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stauffer are the embodiment of Opposites Attract. Collectively, they're the summation of Megan's big vision, coupled with Suzanne's knack of her details. Partnered in love and in business for the last five years, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hello, 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 hello! Welcome to
1: Love, Life, and All Things Weird, and today, All Things Chaos! And <laughs> we, we had a bit of chaos coming into the show today, <laughs> trying to get all of our audio and visual and Skype working from across the, the universe. And I actually was just running out of the other room where Suzanne is, because we can't be in the same room, like, as the music was playing, and I... Lit into home base out by my pool. So, yeah, you probably don't feel sorry for me.
2: <laughs> yeah, because we're possibly in Noosa, Australia, in the most amazing place in the world. It's possible that we're there doing this, right? <laughs> yes. And so how chaotic it get Right. And how does it get better than that, honestly? Um, but it Doesn't is quite early here. Mm-hmm. It is. We're all just it, bright and cheery at seven a.m. at this moment. So, but don't don't adjust your set because wherever you are, it's ten a.m. on December seventh. I think maybe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> as far as we know, right now. In so, in As this, far as we know, we don't know.
2: Things things are changing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. And I'm so excited about the topic So, anyways,
2: good morning and welcome. Mm -hmm. Say more about that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you know, here, I want to say something about chaos. Is that, and and we will talk about and define what it is and what it's all about, what we mean by it in a second, but, like, something that's very strange here that it makes me not know myself by is that I get up at, like, 5.30 or 6. And I have no idea. If anybody knows me and is hearing that, they're going to be like, whoa, who are you? What have you done with Megan? Typically, I've been like a wake up at 8.30 but don't really wake up till 11 kind of person. And like there's most amazing, crazy, chaotic bird noises that start here about 4.30 or 5.00. And they're so delightful and cute. And sometimes they make me laugh out loud because they're so off-key. There was a bird that woke me up at like four this morning that was like, ah, ah, ah." and it's like, talk about (laughs) chaos coming into my space, but it's, but the light comes in so early and it's so beautiful and it's the best time of the day and it's, it's just so amazing. And I think that that's kind of, you know, when, when you travel, you really get exposed to chaos because everything's different. Like driving on the opposite side of the road, it's like, holy crap. But it's such a great environment to expand in and to change in because actually chaos is the energy of creation and expansion. And what stops us from that is the order we try to put our lives in. Like, okay, well, at 9 o'clock I do this and at 10 o'clock I do that and, and this is how my life goes and this is where my house is and this is how my bed is and my pillow is and all of those kinds of things that we do to try to keep our life the same is actually counterproductive to expansion and creation. Do you want to jump in here? Huh? Which
2: brings us, Yeah, which brings us to our topic today, right? Um Mhm. Which is is it time to lose control and be chaos? Bam. And what would be what would be a good thing about that? Right. What would be so great about, um, actually stepping into chaos? Because I don't know about you, but, um, when access consciousness came out with this not very long ago, I was like, what I I've been trying to avoid chaos my whole life. I grew up in (laughs) what I considered a chaotic childhood, right. In a chaotic home. Um, So I was trying to avoid chaos. I was trying to control chaos. I was trying to get to order and organization a lot. So when Access came out with this, I was just like, I don't know about this. (laughs) I don't don't know. So for those of you who are in that place of like WTF, like seriously, chaos is a good thing. You're like, we're speaking the same language here. Um, So... um, Yeah, just so that you know. Um, Megan, however, has always loved
1: chaos. (laughs) Yes! I have loved it from the very beginning. And you know what? I have to say, I love you. I love that you're, like, talking about chaos in a positive manner. Because that's like a 180 from where you were, like, two months ago. Like, you're... I, and I think it. I think that your voice and your experience is so relevant for people, hun, because that's where most people are in this conversation of chaos and order, and um, that they're scared. And it's you know even um, Dane here of Access Consciousness, one of the co-founders of Access Consciousness. I mean, there's been several telecalls where Gary Douglas is facilitating him because he. He his whole life had been about putting order into this chaos and trying to order people's worlds that were, you know, um, chaotic. And, like, he was like, what? You know, everything's the opposite of what it appears to be, and nothing's the opposite of what it appears to be. So for me, there was just, I think, like, you know, I've always been a seeker, and I've always, like, I've been reading, like, metaphysical stuff and quantum physics stuff. And I when I first read, read about chaos, I was like so excited, like every part of my cell and body got turned on because chaos is the is the is basically the energy before creation happens, and it's that energy of nothingness and like no form and no structure that all of creation comes from. And the thing it's just that I love, that
2: you studied a long time ago, right, babe? Like, just was yeah. something new. Accesses access came out with it not very long ago but you've been studying it for years and years in the kind of quantum physics realm true
1: yes yes mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. and and so what I think that I I love what what access has brought to the conversation however which is mm-hmm. that like I, that moment reading those books and those texts and getting so excited about chaos right because I knew I was that there's a another facilitator uh Catherine McIntosh in the access consciousness who like we were hanging out one day at at the Maestro training, and she's like, you know, I have never met another person that's more chaotic than me, but I think you're it. <laughs> you know, like I I was like, yep, It just always kind of been me. However, there was a place where I was so I think scared to be that that I mm-hmm. would I would um go into sort of the destructive side of chaos like the crashing of the cars in my 20s and stuff like that there's a place where it scared me so much that I went into unawareness and I went into overwhelm with it and I even started to order it and shut it down and one of the places I do tons of order and don't allow the chaos is in my body and so I've got a lot all this body stuff happening as I'm trying to unlock the points of order I put in my body so that it wasn't chaotic because my body has been like this massive intelligent being, and it had it knew all the secrets I wasn't supposed to tell. So, you know, like I was I had ordered the crap out of my body to try to keep the chaos from being really flourishing there. So, I've had my own dance with the chaos and the order, and then I've also done this thing where I fought the order, I fought the law, and the law won. I fought the law, and the law won. <laughs> <laughs> like that was my theme song in my as a teenager right it's like fuck order bah! right and so well that's not really that helpful because that's actually a form of order and I wasn't really pleased to discover that that fighting order that with your order.
2: resistance that your resistance or reaction or that how you were the rebelliousness was actually order is what you're saying right Yes, thanks for sharing.
1: Yes, you put that really, you put that really, really well, love. But the the thing that the thing that I really I'm excited about about this conversation, the access, is because it's actually teaching you how to access the chaos, how to get under the judgments and the shoulds and the, all of that of order, and how to actually tap chaos. Because in the in the books and in the texts that I was reading, it was all theoretical. Right. It was like, basically, that's how the universe was created was from chaos. And mm-hmm. so it's like, but they didn't say how I could be chaos. They didn't say how right. I could create a universe. And that's the cool thing about this conversation and, and what's coming down with access right now. And coming through the tubes is like, um, is just this whole conversation about how you can be that creative consciousness that changes realities and creates universes on this planet. How freaking exciting is that?
2: That is—it is actually really exciting, but I do have to share my story around um, <laughs> chaos. All right, in well, my mind you for go. a moment because you might. Um, you- yeah, like because the reason why I think there's a lot of people that have negative connotations around chaos is that we did grow up in um households and homes that felt like really chaotic or felt really overwhelming with different energies. And so there was a place where we tried to actually order that. And Dane actually talks about that in his own childhood that, you know, he was trying to order um the people around him because things were so, quote, out of control and so unsafe. Um, and so that was, that's where control, um, comes in is because it, we all want to feel safe. We all want to feel like we're actually going to survive. So my mom had very, very chaotic energy. Um, my dad actually did too, interestingly enough, like what I would consider chaos, right? Now I know that it was actually points of order that they were doing, but at the time it felt very chaotic. Like I, we never had enough food um, on the table. We didn't have money. You know, they would fight a lot. There was a lot of like crazy energy going on. So for me, being a young girl, um, it was like, okay, how do I control this? How do I... Um, be the pause or the calm in the storm. Um, And so, of course, you know, then, you know, I attract Megan. (laughs) How how y'all
1: doing? See, this is why I think you actually secretly love chaos, because you would have never signed up for this if you didn't secretly want chaos.
2: (gasps) Right? So, I mean, yes, obviously, uh, there's a lot here for me, because then I choose one of the most um, spontaneous zany like out over the top crazy chaotic people that i could ever ever choose and not only do i just choose to like associate with her but i choose to live with her <laughs> uh-huh. i choose to be i choose to be in a relationship with her um and so you know for the last 7 years i have been in the study of chaos in truth, um, even though access and control and letting go of control, even though access only came out with this a short many months ago. So um, so I feel like that I could really speak to this fear of losing control, <laughs> this fear of like what's going to happen if I don't try to lock this down, you know, because I would say that in our relationship, even in our house, like in day-to-day operations, I would be feeling super uncomfortable with the chaos of it and wanting to, using a lot of stuff in order to um, try to control it. So for me, when I get to that place, if it doesn't feel safe or I feel uncomfortable, then I would use criticism as a form of control um, with with Megan um, and with anybody really, with any partner. Um, And so that is very much a point of order and a a place of control is criticism. And criticism would kind of knock the, the wind out of Megan's sails. And then I could feel like that the chaos, the storm passed, and then I could feel like I was actually in control. Um, And, you know, and then what happened is that our relationship really suffered, because in truth, that meant that she couldn't really be her. And, and we actually were not in a place of creation in our relationship. It was a place of, quote, safety that actually didn't really feel safe anyways, because, you know, neither of us um, felt really good about that exchange. Um, and so that's a dance that I would say that we're still working through, um, you know, that there's times where that, that energy of chaos, that energy of being out of control or out of definition or just out of, out of my comfort zone brings up an energy in me of like almost like a feeling of not being safe. And then I want to use, I want to shut that down, um, I want to actually like get through that uncomfortable, um, and not be in it and not lean into it. And so I use these old mechanisms, um, of criticism and of shutdown and all of that in order to not, you know, lean into that place and not expand. Um, so I'd like to, you know, at this moment, just maybe do a clearing for all this energy that's even up right now. So everything that that's bringing up for everybody and everywhere that people are resonating with the energies of control and safety and lack of control and all of the projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections and conclusions and computations that you have about control and about chaos and about order um, and about safety. Can we uncreate and destroy all that, please?
1: Yes, please.
2: Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, talk and pock, all night. shorts, boys and beyonds. I love that the birds are chirping in the background.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear them? I think it's the one that woke me up this morning, little
2: fatty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and you know, what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about order and about the points of order and about control as a means of safety? Um when in truth it's it's not actually that. So everything that that brings up, can we uncreate and destroy it, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pawn and pop, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. So it's been one of those um ongoing openings for me around, you know, that chaos is actually consciousness, and that chaos is that that is where magic is, and that chaos is actually the um, innate ability to create out of nothing. And that the more that I let go of control, the more that there's intimacy and connection and, um, creativity in, in my world and in my relationship, um, which has been an amazing journey for me. So all of those people out there that are in that question of like, is it really worth it to, try to let go of control, is there really something better on the other side of it? I want you to know that yes, there is. Um, and the more that I've let go of control, the more that I've allowed the chaos of me, the more that I've allowed the chaos of Megan, the more that I have allowed and received the chaos of the universe, um, the more free, the more fulfilled, the more joyous I am. Um And it's still, there's still lots of moments for me to choose into that. Mm -hmm. Honey, that was so well put. I was like,
1: wow, that's really cool. Like, uh, because I think that you sort of represent the crew of, like, people who thought that control was creating safety. And I think that something that's important to understand is that the crazy of your family that you were trying to order, that actually wasn't chaos. And you, you mentioned this earlier, but I wanted to say a couple of things about it so people could understand it, which is that what that crazy was growing up, whether it was abuse or our parents fighting or whatever was going on there, was that, um, it was them trying to order their fear and trying to order their pain and trying to order their doubt. And trying to create boxes for it, they were trying to actually order this wild energy, and it got all wonkied up, right? And so, um, it's like what what it looked it looked chaotic to us because it felt really out of control when we were two, to have mm-hmm. like our mom spinning out or our dad drunk or whatever, right? Like that felt so out of control. So we a lot of us misidentified and misapplied that as chaos. And kind of felt Mm -hmm. like we were here to bring in some order to that or or that if we could order our lives, we could find some kind of a safety mechanism. But you have to understand that all pain is a form of order. That's actually where pain comes from. It comes from trying to order chaos. It comes from judging. It comes from concluding. It comes from fear and doubt and anger and rage and all of those things. It comes from that trying to control the energy bit and I loved mm-hmm. how you described the critical energy because that is that is the ultimate trying to <laughs> control energy right So like, we're going to shut this down right here you know and like but like we all have our forms of shutting down chaos when we get scared right mm-hmm. I think there's there's a way that I use food actually to try to shut down the chaos in my body when I start feeling mm-hmm. out of control and mm-hmm. so it's like there's just kind of I mean, we're just, I feel like we're just at the iceberg, that tip of this conversation. And I, and we're going to be talking about it, hopefully, if you'll let me all month, we're going to be doing um, a second phase of magic school come in January. We're calling it the magic of chaos. So we're diving into this topic, guys, because I feel like it's one of those keys to unlocking
2: everything. Mm -hmm. So with that, we'll go on our first break. Um, You're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird from beautiful Noosa, Australia. We'll be back in a minute.
0: Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career. Where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true, synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or? Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three letter word. And simple? Yes. Effective. Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613 800 8736 Or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to Suzanne P. Stoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome
2: back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. We are, <clears throat> where's your Australian accent, hon? Huh? We're down under, and you have not even attempted to slaughter the accent of the Australian's. i don't (laughs) i don't even hear megan um yeah we uh, apparently she she loves to just on break run around the house and do crazy shit so um (laughs) She came in, gave me a kiss. She ran back outside to the pool. Um, who knows how she got unconnected, disconnected from sound? There I, you are, darling.
1: I muted myself, darling. I and you missed my best Australian of the whole trip. What I said was, hi, mate. So. And no, no worries, mate. No worries.
2: <laughs> it's no worries. That was- that wasn't too bad. We've been practicing, really? you guys. We've really been practicing. Yeah, I had I had my three kids for the first ten days of this trip, um, and like flew them over here, and we were in um, we were in the Sunshine Coast, but then we also went to Sydney, and the whole time we were trying to practice the Australian accent, and I don't think any of us actually got it. Alex, my son, he was probably the best, but. I'm sure people were just looking at us very strangely because we were really not good, not, not good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, it probably felt offensive to people. But you know what? Not, it one of the things, but you know what? This The people here are so awesome. They're so friendly and so kind. And there really is an energy of no worries here. I mean, it really is like our mm-hmm. our little waitress last night probably said it like 10 times. We'd ask herself, oh, yeah, no worries. Oh, yeah, no worries. Like, no it's just, no worries. I, this feels
2: Everybody says this it. like my Everybody says no worries like 25 times a day. And can you imagine how amazing that is if people are saying no worries? The whole city, the whole country is saying no worries. Everywhere <laughs> we go, people are saying no worries. And that creates no worries no it's no wonder that you know we want to live here <laughs> Neat. So, anyway
1: yes so we got to get our australian on if we're going to be considered part of the flock here
2: exactly you know because this is our future living mm-hmm. place probably <laughs> at least for the winter so yes this could be we our winter get home Australian that it could be mm-hmm. but anyways back Ew. to chaos in order Back you know what, and in order, I, darling.
1: I, I just got a text from somebody who's listening to the show. I don't think she knows how to get in the chat room, actually. And um, I actually wanted to read it because it's a very great question. And she goes, I'm so loving this conversation and appreciating. I'm loving and appreciating, Suzanne. I'm doing I'm so doing that right now in relationship. I feel sad about it. And I'm in wonder on how to shift that. How's it better than that? So I'm wondering what you would tell her, huh? I wonder what like kind of comes to you to like speak to her in terms of like your process of like realizing what that is for you and and changing that.
2: Uh-huh. What I would say is that for me what I really started to recognize is the effect, the effect of me going into criticism or judgment or constriction and me trying to control you and my kids and everybody else, my environment. And like, what was the effect of that? I I think that was the first thing for me that was like a heads up of like, actually, I'm not getting what I want here. I'm not actually feeling safe. I'm not actually feeling connected. I'm not actually feeling free. So what, I'm, what I've been doing isn't working. Um, I think that was that awareness, that profound awareness was the first step in me saying, okay, well, what else? What else can I do here? Um, for me, it's as simple as noticing when my body starts to constrict. And, and at first, and I would say sometimes it still is this way, is that when the criticism or the constriction or the judgment would come to mind, I wouldn't say it. I would just like hold my tongue because I knew that it was my reaction. I knew that it was me. I knew that it was everything to do with me and not anything to do with the person in front of me. And so for a time, it was about just not saying it and then like breathing and asking the question, like, really, what is this? What is this? And, you know, I started this process many, many years ago. So this was way before access consciousness. So I didn't have like the tools of question or the tools necessarily of pot and talk in that moment. Um So for me, it was just about leaning into the energy, leaning into the uncomfortable in that moment and, and, and processing through it without being vocal about it, without being critical, without actually it, kind of exploding with it, if that makes sense. And that was kind of the first part of me processing it. And I noticed that it would pass. And that if I would allow it to work through itself, you know, on the other side of it, I felt much better. And, and I felt much better about not shutting down anybody else, including you. Um, So I think that was the first thing That I started to do. And then with, I would say that it was really accelerated when I learned access consciousness because then I could say, okay, well, this, who am I being right now? Because it was often a young child that was trying to control the situation because, you know, that energy had come up. So when you're like, you know, have this spinny, spinny kind of chaotic energy and you're running around the house, kind of like just what you did just now in break, right? Like that would be something. (laughs) That would be something that would be really, really triggering for me, um, because it, it reminded me of my mom being really, really, like, um, almost dysfunctional, you know, really, truly dysfunctional. Um, and so, you know, now I'll say, like, who am I being? Um, what is this? Um, all the energy that's being brought up around this, that I uncreate and destroy and everywhere that I'm going into constriction instead of allowance I am creating to destroy that so now I do a lot of verbal processing around it um, and also but I still really it starts with your body like for me for a long time I didn't even I wasn't even truly aware of you know that I was being critical I didn't even know that I was being that it was just an automatic response system that I was doing so um, so I would say it's listening to your body and asking questions and clearing the energy that's up and following the new awareness, you know, having conversations. Megan and I have had conversations about this a lot in our relationship. So um, it's about all that and continuing to choose something different and continuing to trust. Like it's almost like a trust in the unknown um, that it really will be much better if you, you know, if you undo this old pattern, does that help?
1: Yes, honey. I love that because I, I love like the description of how you use it pre-access and how you're like kind of up-leveling it with access. And I have actually a couple of really cool like processes for those of us. I mean, in, I mean, I do order in my in my different way. I don't do order as much through criticism. I do order through um, shutdown avoidance and running away. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, like, I have my own like points of order there, right? And I I love how uh, Access uses the acronym POO points of order, right? So mm-hmm. in their order clearings are like all the POO you're using. So I'm gonna actually. Um, do a couple of clearings f- around criticism specifically, since that's what the question has been about, but you can fill in the blank in these clearings right so mm-hmm. um what poo have you been using all the what points of order have you been using to um criticize <laughs> and order your to sorry what poo have you been using to order your world through criticism have you been choosing?
3: And everything mm-hmm. that
1: brings up, and let's down, can we uncreate and destroy it, please? Yes. yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. And how much chaos would be required to instill, to eradicate and eliminate criticism for all eternity? And everything that brings up, and let down, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pop, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. So. Here's the thing, guys. It's like when you notice, when you start looking at different aspects of your life, and I love what you talked about, the body is the first place you know, right? Because how you know that you're doing points of order, which, by the way, aren't you. It's, some, it's, a, it's something you got from this reality or your parents or the culture for how to contain energy. Right. I remember like this was always fascinating to me when I was studying with um, gang Katie Hendricks, because Katie said, and I'll always remember this. She goes, "Um, the the, um, fear of going crazy is actually the fear of uprising energy. So people that end up in like sanatoriums and things like that, or people end up feeling Mm -hmm. crazy or what we call like bipolar and all these kind of schizophrenia and all of that is actually somebody trying to order the chaos. In a particular way, right? And so when we get going, when we get feeling out of control or cra- we get scared of being crazy. And so then we put this point of order in place to try to feel like safe. How you'll know that you're doing that, check your body. If your body feels light and flowy mm-hmm. and expanded, you're in your being. You're, that is actual chaos. Chaos is like not this sort of like, it doesn't mean like haphazard spin around the house. It can be like when I just went traipsing in the house on break. But chaos is actually like, um, uh, I would say this to you, Hunt, as a, like a reference point, but when we have done ESC with Dane, SOP mm-hmm. with Dane, when that you get into that big, expanded, peaceful space of your being, that's actually true chaos. It's like everything's the opposite of what it appears to be and nothing's the opposite of what it appears to be there's like this really like, ah oh, so in your body, if you're in creative space, it will feel really light. It'll feel really expansive. You'll have energy. And if you're doing a point of order, your breath will stop. You'll feel constricted. You'll feel tense. It's like, have you ever like been like, I don't know, like walking around or driving or whatever and go, oh my God, I've been clenching my jaw for the last hour. Right. And it's like that, that's when there's been this unconscious, like you said, automatic response system to the order. And that's mm-hmm. when you want to go, okay, what pool am I using to create this right now? <laughs> what point of order am I using to constrict and contract my creative flow am I, am I using right now? And pot and pop that. Um, by the way, if this is the first show you're listening to, this pot and pock dealio is uh, something uh, from Access Consciousness called the clearing statement, and you can go to theclearingstatement.com dot com to learn more about it. So, so I also you-
2: wanted to, ju- I wanted to just I ju- jump in.
1: Okay. Okay. I just want to say I- part two. So part <laughs> one is clear the order. Part two is instill the chaos. When you want, when you find something constricted, when you find a port of or order, you want to undo the order and you want to instill chaos. Okay, go.
2: Okay. Okay. Um, I guess what I wanted to say is because order has been a, the quote good thing and chaos has been the bad thing, that now it's like all up on its head and we're saying that, you know, chaos, quote, is the good thing and order, quote, perhaps you're thinking is the bad thing. Um, and it's, it's really not about good and bad. But what I want to say is like there's – What I would say, like, there's a clear form of chaos and there's a clear form of order, like the pure, true essence energy of what those energies are. Um, and there's a, and there's a pure energy around organization. And so what we have called order in kind of quote, the good way is what access would now call organization. Um, so they're saying chaos is the creative force. And they're saying organization is that place where it g- goes into some type of form so that the chaos can be the best possible expression that it can be. So there's a relationship between that chaos and that organization. So for me, that was a big, big problem in this, in this idea is that I'd always thought order was a good thing. You know, like I'd always thought that, you know, like my analytical brain and you know, being able to organize spreadsheets and money and um, organize the house and um, have structure and um, all of that kind of stuff was actually like the thing that I kind of came here to do. So when Axis came in and said, order is bad and chaos is good, not that they said that, but that's what I heard. It really rocked my world. So I want, for those of you out there who are just like, what do you mean order is like points of order and that's bad and blah, blah, blah. Like I want you to know that there is a place for that kind of systematic stuff. There is a distinction between that. It's just the axis is calling it organization.
1: And what they actually call the intersection of chaos with this piece of order called organization is they call it the coherence between chaos and order. There's a coherence where you have this little thread of organization or this little thread of like scaffolding. You call it scaffolding, babe. And that's yeah, new That's what that I that's actually, that's actually coherence where there's this enough scaffolding that your creative energy can really flourish, right? And so like mm-hmm. that's happening in my world, in my business right now where I'm actually getting some systems in place that allow me to go to actually to create and institute all these crazy ideas I always get. Whereas before, a lot of what I thought about never got created because I didn't have anything in place to create it with. And so Mm -hmm. it, I've been, because I've been the sort of resistor reactor to order, I haven't allowed some of that beautiful organization to come in and to help it organize my chaos in a way that allows me to really flourish. And that's, is something that I'm also kind of, that's been my edge where your edge has been more chaos. Mine has been more about, about receiving the organization piece. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So I just wanted to explain that. And you know, again, we're going to be talking about this um, for the rest of the month. So if this is a new concept, or if you're just kind of like, it's blowing your mind, like it did mine, no worries, because we're going to keep talking about this and keep um, bringing out some of these subtleties um so
1: what did you say no worries i did <laughs> you did you're becoming
2: australian sweetie <laughs> so darling we have got to go on our last break speaking of a little bit of organization to all this chaos of this class <laughs> of this call right so you uh-huh. love life and all things weird and we'll be back for some more chaos
0: Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career. Where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or, Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word, and. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday. At 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm.
3: What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing?
0: This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613 800 8736 Or Skype us at A2Zen.FM. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to Suzanne P. at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. (laughs) Woo-wee-wee-wee-wee!
1: Welcome back to Love Life and All Things Weird and Chaotic! On A to Zen, Megan and Suzanne. I am, um... It, I'm loving some of the questions I'm actually getting from on um, the text uh, today. Um, and I wanted to, there's there's actually more questions coming along. And I want to put, um, because of all the questions I'm getting, I want to put in a plug for um, this program we have coming up, which is actually we're calling it Mag- Magic School of the Next Generation. So for the last three months, we've been doing this, program called Magic School where we've been exploring question, which by the way, one of the best ways to chaos is to ask a question because it disrupts order. Question disrupts order. So that's one of the reasons why access is so like um, pro question and to always be in question because it's an order interrupt essentially, right? So we have been um, crafting questions. We've been learning about how to master energy and we've been learning about receiving, which, oh my God, receiving is about letting go of order. Most of us control what we receive because we're we're afraid to be out of control. We're afraid to have so much energy that would be out of control. Most of us actually won't receive money because it would make us so out of control. Like people would judge us, we'd have all these choices. It would be pure chaos. Most of why people keep money out is their fear of chaos. And everything right. that just brought up and let down. Can we uncreate and destroy it, please? <laughs> Right, wrong, good, back. I'll let you boys do to me.
2: That is just one of those moments where you said like five things that are crazy profound, and you know, and then, and that was just your like your buy-in into our next program around magic school. It's kind of crazy. Like you're so funny with your universal wisdom sometimes. So people just like rewind tape and listen to it five more times, and then maybe we'll all get it. Because that was just like, what? <laughs> Seriously. Anyways, but this I is love the profound stuff. Yeah. This is the profound stuff that comes through Megan uh, when she talks about magic. And so, our Magic of Chaos is actually starting. We're launching it January ninth, and it's a three-month program. It's nine calls. They're ninety minutes long. So it's just a ton of content. And it's all, and it, we're calling it the magic of chaos because we are exploring chaos and the energy of chaos as a key to magic and as a key to creating really anything that you want. Yes.
1: And there's already a Facebook group that is rocking. We've got people from all over the world in magic school, um, almost like probably like almost three quarters of them have already bought the second phase Mm -hmm. and we're not even starting for a month and a half. Right. And so they're like so excited The Facebook group is going. And um, so the, the phase two of magic school is really going to be about tapping chaos because chaos is magic. Chaos is that energy of magic. And we're going to be like just coming in and going big and deep. So if you're ready for something a little bit deeper, a little bit more advanced than that would be for you. Now, if you're hearing this and you're like, oh, my gosh, this sounds so fun, but I I don't think I'm advanced, what I would say is uh, Facebook message one of us and we can give you some resources that will get you caught up and get you, like, in the space to where you could join the group in January if you'd like.
2: Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> but what I would say is if you've been listening to our shows and if you are, you know, and and especially if the idea of chaos is um is not a new topic for you, then I think I think you're good to go. You know. So I mean, if you have a question, then we can certainly um talk about it. But, you know, I would say it's just for the newbies, for the really, really brand new beginners that maybe this wouldn't be appropriate for. Um, but you know, most of our people that follow us are are in the conversation, so um, well, it's going to be rocking. We, can, we baptize them almost
1: every week, darling.
2: <laughs> we do. We, I mean, it's mm-hmm. kind of like with comments like you just had that you just did, right? It's kind of like whoa, twist your brain up. So um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so, I, um,
1: is is there any of that that you want me to say more about? Because it was just this huge download that came all at the same time. And I didn't realize how that might sound to to the people listening that when it came through my outside voice. Um, But when you reflected back, I thought, wow, that really is a lot. Like in one minute I said about like, I don't know, like three workshops
2: worth of material. (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, I'm happy for you. We have like five minutes left, so I'm happy for you to kind of talk more about that. But I would say that. You know people you know, I wanted to finish up with the magic of chaos because um it's two ninety seven um for a three month program, so it's ridiculously low investment, and part of that reason is because we're creating a product an evergreen product for the back end um that we'll be um launching afterwards, and so this is kind of like our. You're our guinea pigs in a way, um, cause this is not a topic that, um, we've necessarily specifically taught. Um, and so it will not ever be this price, and it will not ever be this content again. So if it, if it feels interesting, if it feels like, you know, piquing your interest, and there's going to be way more information, we do have a um, Facebook event, and we will have a landing page as well. And so there'll be more information coming, and we'll announce it each week in December so that you can um, get clear about whether it's true for you to jump in.
1: Isn't there an event in our Weird on Air Facebook group. Uh We
2: have a yeah, we have a Facebook event already. I and um, it's called the Magic of Chaos, and um, it's going to be if you're listening to the replay of this, it's going to be on the replay page below, Um, and we're also creating a landing page um, for it as well that will be that will be in our Weird on the Air. So if you guys listening, if you're not in our Weird on the Air Facebook page, then why not? (laughs) Because it's awesome. Hello. (laughs) <laughs> it's like the party after the party. We have like over four hundred people in our um Weird on the Air. And so that's where we post everything and we always do extra clearings and extra coaching and all that kind of stuff as well um, in that group. So um look it up right now on Facebook, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Um, and we'll add you and in that is the magic of chaos the nine-part teleseries and this um this nine-part teleseries will be mostly taught by megan i'll be kind of like co-pilot um for this one um and you know again we'll be talking more about it as the weeks come so that you'll be able to know get clear about whether it's true for you but we already have like 20 people that have Joined and it's already a raucous party in the Facebook group. So if you know that it's a yes for you, then just jump in and and let's get this party started.
1: Honey, I'm gonna add some chaos right now.
2: All right. So, <laughs> you but see I how am, I was so willing? Did you see? I just didn't even.
1: I really I didn't did. Get the I, was, beat. I was waiting for the Russell. And I didn't feel it. There was just space. I was like, "Oh my gosh, that is so cool. That's epic. So I love that."
2: Oh my, my gosh.
1: You know what, honey? I really can't think of anything that chaos doesn't apply to. Like, I mean, we've talked a lot about the dynamic in relationship. We talked about money. We talked about receiving. It's like, it's like I'm really getting like it applies to everything. Anything that's stuck is over ordered for Christ's sakes. Anyway, I just I'm getting this. I'm just having this moment. I'm having this public aha. I was like, oh my gosh, everything that is stuck is overordered. Oh my goodness. Pot and pock that. Okay. But what I wanted to say that was chaotic was that I am actually cooking up a really cool bonus something. For people who sign up by a certain date, which I don't know what it's going to be yet, but you're going to have to listen to the show. You're going to have to follow us on Weird On Air because I'm going to create something super cool to be like a special bonus sign-up thing for people.
2: Ah, cool. I love it. See, spontaneous chaos right there. Yeah. So, darling, to just let you know and give put a little bit of organization, we have like less than one minute so if there are some profound universal wisdom that is wanting to come through <laughs> right now, no <laughs> pressure or anything. Um, now would be the time. Okay, I just want to do I just wanna do a
1: couple clearings. Okay. What who are you using to stop the receiving of all the universe is trying to gift you, have you been choosing? And everything mm-hmm. that is, everything that brings up, everything that won't allow that, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, and pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. And all the and poo one, last you're using, one.
2: one last one.
1: All the poo you're using to keep out all the massive wealth and money you could be choosing, will you please uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. How'd I do?
2: <laughs> all right, you guys. See you next week for more chaos. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye,
0: mate. thank you for listening to love life and all things weird megan and suzanne will be back next wednesday at noon eastern standard time 11 a.m central 10 a.m mountain and 9 a.m pacific on FM. be sure to tune in for more tips on how to live in the land of and and claim your marvelous magical life